What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellowship. My name is Kyle. In this video, we're going to be going over my running back rankings. This will be my final running back ranking video uh, of the month and of the the rest of the offseason here. I will be doing a couple uh, website ranking updates. Uh, but again, as today, it's August 19th. I think a lot of you guys are going to be drafting maybe this weekend, if not the next two weekends. So this will hopefully be in prep for you guys uh, to help you guys get ready for your drafts. And then, yeah, check out the fantasyfellowship.com. That's where I'm going to be making these site updates here. And that's what we're going to be looking at today in the video. So uh, if you go to the fantasyfellowship.com, I'm going to put the link in the description too. You hit the 2023 playbook, it'll bring you right to the, the main landing page where everything you need is here. So let's go ahead and click into the running backs. I've already done the quarterback video. You're probably going to see that somewhere pop up uh, or, or, you know, at the end of the video. So check out the QB ranking video. I'm going to continue making videos today. We'll do wide receivers and tight ends next. But let's get into the video here. We're going to start with my tier one running backs. And we're going to break this down by tier for you guys today. I only have two running backs in the first tier here. That's Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler. They're basically the same player. I think the Chargers are going to throw the ball a lot more. McCaffrey's probably going to have a little bit more rushing attempts in a full PPR format. I, I might be able to convince you to take Austin Eckler. Uh, but either way, these are kind of universal rankings here. I think Eckler and CMC are just fantastic running back pieces this year. The only thing stopping them is, is going to be if they get hurt. We know their roles are elite. We know there's tons of passing opportunities for these guys, and they are the goal line back, and they, they should fall in the end zone quite a bit. So no discussions here. McCaffrey Eckler, I absolutely love these guys as uh, the top running backs and the you know the top five picks of your draft here. And after Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, I think Eckler and CMC are probably the next two picks uh, for me in that top four. And you can actually ship them around a bit. But that's your tier one. I don't need to spend too much time to convince you on McCaffrey or Eckler. I think they're both fantastic picks. I prefer Eckler if I'm picking one. I just like that Chargers offense a little bit more. And moving on to tier two, and this is. This is probably the best piece of advice I can give you guys. If you're drafting this weekend or next weekend or whatever, you need one of these top six running backs. Otherwise, you're, you're probably going to be doing a zero running back approach. But uh, these are the six. And the tier two does include Tony Pollard, Bijan Robinson, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley. I love this tier group uh, number two here. You can get sometimes get these guys on the second round. Uh, otherwise, you know, a late first will do with Tony Pollard. I mean, the dude was RB eight last year and, and now Ezekiel Elliott's gone and leaves a ton of opportunities. So Pollard just needs to stay healthy this year and he's going to be a top five back. I, I love what they're going to do with him in Dallas. He's going to be a force running the ball and catching the ball. He's really good. Tony Pollard's a top five back this year if healthy. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I know it's sometimes scary to take a rookie running back with your first or second round pick, but Bijan is warranted, man. It's it's very rare to see a running back taken in the top 10 of the NFL draft, and, and Bijan was pick number eight this year. So uh, expect him to get a ton of touches, and his overall ranking is going to really depend on how many receptions he gets this season. But we know Atlanta's going to run the hell out of the ball. So I love Bijan Robinson. He's also probably the, the best bet to stay healthy of this top six. He's young and fresh, and uh, absolutely love Bijan Robinson. And also the Falcons have – the easiest schedule in the NFL. The Falcons and the Saints both have the easiest schedules in the NFL this year. So I love Bijan for that reason as well. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's, you know, got no Kareem Hunt behind him anymore. And he's he's entering probably what's going to be the best season of his career. He's a threat to lead the league in rushing yards. And he's probably set up to, to have a career year receiving the ball as well. So Nick Chubb, uh, outside of Bijan, I would say Nick Chubb is the second safest running back 
to take this year. I love Nick Chubb, and they don't really have a valuable RB2 behind him. They have Jerome Ford, which I'm not really buying as a viable threat to his touches. Uh, and then Saquon Barkley. Saquon Bar- Barkley is going to rarely leave the field. He's going to be on there in all rushing situations and third downs. He's going to get a lot of passing attempts thrown his way from Daniel Jones. Uh, Barkley is super safe, and uh, I think the injury concerns that we had with him the last couple seasons have gone out the window since he played uh, nearly a full season last year. So I love Barkley. You want one of these six running backs. I think that is one of my favorite things to tell people this year. If you don't get one of these six, I'm probably going to be looking for some running backs a little bit later. Moving on to tier three, I've only got two guys in this tier three. That's Derrick Henry and Josh Jacobs. They're kind of the consolation prizes if you do miss out on some of these guys. I don't personally love Derrick Henry. I don't want to spend a first round pick on him. I, I am very concerned about the Titans offensive line. Yes, Derrick Henry's going to get a ton of touches when he's healthy, but he's entering age 29. He's had a lot of mileage on his on his legs. And again, that offensive line is a big concern of mine. So I'm fine with Derrick Henry, you know, in the second round, if you can collect him. And I know he's going to be my running back one every week that he's healthy, but I just, I feel much stronger about the six running backs ahead of him, but either way, Henry's a top 10 back when he's healthy. And then the thing with Josh Jacobs is um, if you're feeling risky, you can grab Josh Jacobs. Um, If you're watching this and he's still not signed with the team or he's not at training camp, I think you can take Josh Jacobs and just grab Zamir White later at the end of your drafts. But when you take Josh Jacobs, you're going to want to make sure you have two running backs that you can start week one in case Josh Jacobs isn't there. So with Jacobs, you got to build a running back plan that includes the risk of him not playing week one. But I love Josh Jacobs. He's a great running back. Hopefully he's there week one. Uh, I'm cool with drafting Jacobs as long as you have a plan to make sure that you cover your your bets, essentially. Uh, Tier four. Tier four gets a little interesting here. Let's look at these guys here, starting with Jonathan Taylor, Ramondre Stevenson, and Jameer Gibbs. Guys, I'm kind of just crossing Jonathan Taylor off my boards this year. Kind of the same thing with Jacobs. I I would rather draft Jacobs than Jonathan Taylor because Jacobs is healthy. Jonathan Taylor is not healthy. He's got an ankle thing. He's got a back thing. He's got the the contract thing. He's got the trade demands. There's just nothing positive about Jonathan Taylor and his relationship with the Colts right now. I can't guarantee that he's going to play week one. And to be honest, like if if Jonathan Taylor gets hurt, we might not see him play for a while. Um, So there's just a lot of things here that just smell like it just smells like bad vibes to me. I'm if you want to take Jonathan Taylor, you have to make sure you have two other running backs that you can feel okay with at the RB one and RB two spot. So I just, to me, I feel so much better about the top six running backs. I feel better about Henry. I feel better about Jacobs long-term, uh, Taylor's just kind of not really on my list. I'd rather grab Ramondre Stevenson after him, actually. In a full PPR league, I think that's where Stevenson really looks good. Zeke Elliott is there, yes. Zeke Elliott could be the short yardage in the goal line back, but Stevenson still has tremendous value in a full PPR league, and he, and he can get some touchdowns, too. So I do like Ramondre. Uh, I do view him more as a running back, too, though. I think... I think Ramondre, and then I have Jameer Gibbs here at the end of Tier 4. Gibbs does look best as a running back, too, on your PPR roster. I think in a half PPR, yes, he's a running back, too. Even standard, maybe not. Uh, We'll we'll see how many carries and attempts he can get rushing. But Jameer Gibbs, in a full PPR league, he's going to flirt with the top 10 running back finish. Uh, But, again, he does look best as your running back, too. I think you're going to see Gibbs and David Montgomery on the field a lot together this year. Uh, I don't expect Gibbs to be the goal line or short yardage back, but maybe he'll get some red zone work. And uh, I know he's going to be the second or third leading receiver on this team. After Amon Ross St. Brown, Gibbs might be their second best receiving weapon. So I'm all in on Jameer Gibbs. 
if you can if you can somehow get Gibbs as your RB2 and say you get Tony Pollard and Jameer Gibbs to start your draft, grab a receiver round two, something like that, I think it could be really, really nice. Moving on to Tier 5. Tier 5 gets a little bigger um, as we're starting to kind of widen at this. Uh, Brees Hall, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, ETN, Damien Pierce, Najee Harris. This is like the, the, the really solid RB2 group for me that could finish as running back, you know, top 12 running back ones. Uh, Brees Hall, obviously he's not healthy yet. He's going to have Dalvin Cook uh, getting more work, I think, in the, in the first month. But Brees Hall is going to be one of those guys that I think I want on my team for the fantasy championship run. Uh, you're going to see Brees just continue slowly getting more and more work, more snaps, more, more involved in the offense. And uh, he, he can be a league winning pick, uh, depending on where he falls. I think I have him here at RB12 because I think he's going to be valued as a running back one at some point this season. So uh, for where you draft him, you can draft him as your RB2. I would still make sure I have a guy that I could start over him, you know, for week one, just so I can wait and see what the Jets are going to do with the, the Cook Hall, you know, backfield. But otherwise, I'm, I'm cool with stashing Brees Hall um, because I know he's really good. Joe Mixon. Um, Dude's got over his legal troubles here. Uh, I, I don't need to say much about that. Personally, I don't like Joe Mixon. He's, he's had some incidents in the past that, that make me just question his character. Uh, but you can't ignore what he's going to do on the field for fantasy football this year. He's a locked and loaded running back, too, for where he's being drafted. If you wanted to wait to grab him as your RB1, I think he can pay off. He is starting to show signs of decline in, in efficiency metrics and things like that. But they don't really have a good RB2 behind them. I think Mixon's set up for another uh, high-volume season. Aaron Jones, kind of the same thing. He's the lead pack. He's the lead back in a Packers offense that's going to probably you know run the ball a little bit more, and I think Jordan Love's going to be able to check down enough to Aaron Jones where maybe he's not RB7 like he was last year, but Aaron Jones is still going to be a high-value touch guy. Hopefully he falls into the end zone more than he did last year. He looks great as a running back, too. And again, like I said, this whole Tier 5, I wouldn't be surprised if all these guys – you know, if a couple of them finished as the top 12 running backs this year with ETN, Tank Bigsby, man, he's there. We have to take note of him. ETN might lose short yardage and goal line work to Tank Bigsby, but he, to me, he kind of profiles like Aaron Jones. Uh, ETN's going to lead the team in carries. He's going to lead the team in running back targets and receptions. Uh, AJ Dillon comes in for Aaron Jones, you know, near the goal line in short yardage. Tank Bigsby might do the same thing. So Aaron Jones and ETN, to me, both profile as really nice running back twos. Uh, Damian Pierce, if the Texans find a way to get him in the end zone eight to nine times, he's going to be a top 12 running back. I feel really good about him running the football. Uh, he was a better pass catcher than people gave him credit for last year. And, uh, man, if that 49er style offense comes over to Houston, we might see Damian Pierce catch a lot of passes. I think he's really safe and steady. I mean, last year that team was so bad. And Damian Pierce was 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 actually a bright spot for them. And I think they're going to be a little bit better offensively. So I like Damian Pierce. Najee Harris feels kind of like hitting a single. I think he's a volume play. But um, the, the camp noise about Jalen Warren this year is pretty loud. Uh, I wouldn't be aggressive taking Najee Harris. I'd only want him as my RB2. Um, and uh, I, I don't draft a lot of Najee Harris, but he does fit in if you need a running back too. Let's move on to Tier 6. And Tier 6 is going to be... These guys are like questionable players, but they're all going to be, when they're healthy, they're rock steady RB2s. Kenneth Walker, we know he's not going to catch the ball a lot for Seattle, but he's going to run the ball 15 to 18 times per game. Uh, he's got a groin injury right now, so we'll have to monitor that. He is back at practice, though, so I like that. 
but uh, he doesn't have the receiving upside to get him into the top 10, top 12, unless he just smashes on touchdowns. But uh, kind of the same thing with Madison. I like Alexander Madison. We just haven't seen him play, you know, as a starter for a full season. So I don't know if he can hold up for the whole year. Uh, Madison was not very efficient last year. His numbers were not great, but we know he can fill in for Dalvin Cook and, and, and be a, a solid, you know, fringe running back one RB2. The thing with Alexander Madison is he might lose third down work to Ty Chandler, who I know they like a lot as a third down back. So for me, I just I have questions on how Minnesota wants to deploy Alexander Madison. We haven't seen it for a full season. We've seen them plug and play Madison. Yes, you know, for Dalvin Cook and injuries. But uh, I think the passing offense is going to be where I want to be on the Vikings. James Conner and the Cardinals, man. It's going to be the worst team in the league. I, I don't know if I want to rely on James Conner. He could be off to like a really nice hot start, but I can't guarantee James Conner is going to stay healthy, and I can't guarantee he's going to be there for us when we need him in the fantasy playoffs. I'd honestly rather have David Montgomery, who I think is going to be a vital piece of the Lions offense. Like The Lions, the Lions have so much uh, exciting buzz about that team right now. Adding David Montgomery is an upgrade over Jamal Williams, who had 17 rushing touchdowns last year. He had over 1,000 yards rushing. I think you could legit give David Montgomery 240, 250 rushing attempts and maybe not the 17 touchdowns. Maybe it's, you know, 9, 10, 11, something like that. Uh, and, and I do think Montgomery is going to catch the ball more than Jamal Williams did. So I'm all in on Montgomery. He's one of my favorite running backs. You can get him pretty late and you can plug him right in as a running back too. So I feel great about that group. Uh, tier seven, man, if you go zero RB, you could collect a couple of these guys and feel really, really good about your draft. That's James Cook, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, Miles Sanders, Rashad White. Now, all of these guys could finish as solid running back twos. I think they all lack the upside to finish as a top 10 running back in full PPR, half PPR services. But you could grab two of these guys. Like, say you grab Tony Pollard to start your draft, and then you grab James Cook and J.K. Dobbins, you know, in around six, seven, something like that. These guys could compete for your running back two duties all season. James Cook in Buffalo, man, he's going to be on the field a lot more than people expect. I think James Cook is a really good pass receiver, uh, receiving back, and uh, he, he's actually a really good first and second down runner. They're going to run a lot of plays out of the shotgun for James Cook. He averaged over five yards per carry last year. If he leads the team in, in, in rushing like we expect him to, and he catches 40 to 50 passes, James Cook could be a really, really nice top 15, top 20 running back two for us this year. Dobbins just needs to stay healthy. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of, you know, receptions thrown his way, but I do think he's going to uh, to be a threat to run for like 11, 1200 yards. I also think Dobbins, again, with the new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, if they do throw to the running back more this year, that's going to boost Dobbins' floor that he just hasn't had, you know, in the last few seasons. But I like Dobbins. I love him as my number three back, but I do think he can perform as RB2. Cam Akers, Miles Sanders, Rashad White, these guys all have question marks on them. I do think that you can plug them in as your running back too, but I don't know if I feel great about that. I'm going to want to get competition for them, you know, with my RB3 spot. But I do think Akers, Sanders, White, when healthy, they can be serviceable RB2s. Uh, tier number eight gets to be a really fun tier for me. If you like to wait on running back, and again, one of my things is I want to get one of those top six guys, but uh, I love nipping, you know, RBs in, in the, the seventh and eighth tier of running backs. I love grabbing two or three of these guys to compete for my RB2 position. That's Alvin Kamara, Javante Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, and Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, now with, with Kamara, 
I think Kamara's going to have a better season than he did last year. I think he's kind of rejuvenated and he's got the weight of his off his shoulders from his, you know, his trial and things like that. He got that all, uh, all taken care of. And he looks really good in the preseason in the training camp suspended for three games. I think you can easily find a replacement for those three games, whether it's David Montgomery or even Cleo Herbert, one of the commanders backs, even Samaje Pirine, you can find a guy to start for three weeks. Um, and basically, again, you grab one of those top six backs. So you got Saquon Barkley. You wait till the seventh round. You grab Kamara. And then in the, the eighth round, you can grab Khalil Herbert, Pacheco, Pirine. You can plug that guy in, and then you're set at running back. You have three really good ones. Um, Javante Williams, kind of like Brees Hall, I expect him to get stronger as the season goes on. I don't think we're going to like what we see out of Javante um, in September. But October, it's going to look better. November, it's going to look better. December, he could be the guy we want on our teams for the championship run. Isaiah Pacheco is just going to leave the team in carries in Kansas City. He's not going to be used much as a receiver, but he's got double-digit touchdown upside in that offense. I like Pacheco. He can be a running back two for you if you want to wait for him, uh, but he does profile best as like a running back three on your bench. Looking at the commander, oh, I skipped Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert, man, like he had the screen for a touchdown. I, I don't think you can you can bank on that, you know, being a thing that happens all the time. I do like that he was out for a route and got targeted on the screen. Uh, and then he did primarily run with the ones. Herbert can be, you know, that fringe RB2 flex play for you. He does look best as a running back three off the bench. Gibson in a full PPR league, I want him. Uh, in a in a half PPR to standard league, I want Brian Robinson. I do think Brian Robinson has PPR value as well. Basically, both these guys can be fringe RB2s for you if you want to wait for one of them. Uh, but otherwise, I really like getting these commander guys as my RB3 on my bench. Uh, and then again, I mentioned Samaje Piran. You can start Samaje Piran for the first two, three games while Kamara's out, or if you want to get Brees Hall and Samaje, something like that. I do think Piran's going to be heavily involved in this Denver offense, and I know he's a good pass blocker, good receiver, and he can do short yardage stuff. So I like this tier eight quite a bit. Tier number nine continues to be a chunky tier for me. Let me see. Yep, right there is the sweet spot. Um, A.J. Dillon, DeAndre Swift, Charbonnet, Jamal Williams, Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, Jarek McKinnon, Dalvin Cook, Rashad Penny. None of these guys should be an RB2 for you. Um, they should be on your bench. Dillon's got the, you know, the if Aaron Jones goes down, A.J. Dillon could be a league winner. Also, A.J. Dillon just always seems to come alive in December when the weather gets colder. DeAndre Swift, it's going to be pretty frustrating to own Philadelphia backs this season, but Swift, I think, is the guy that you want to put your chip on. I just... Put him on your bench. Don't start him week one. You want to see what this backfield looks like first. I do think they're going to try and throw the ball to Swift more this year. Uh, that needs to be a focal point of their offense. It wasn't last year. Charbonnet, he's an insurance policy for Kenneth Walker. I do think Charbonnet is going to have a third down back roll and get, you know, five to eight carries per game. Jamal Williams, he can technically be your RB2 for the first three games. When Alvin Kamara comes back, I'm probably going to hesitate and put him on the bench. Jalen Warren has league-winning upside behind Najee Harris, and I actually think you're going to see Jalen Warren eat into Najee Harris's workload. If you can grab one running back on your bench, make sure it's Jalen Warren. Personally, I think he's a better talent than Najee Harris. I know Najee was a first-round pick, but Warren looked better in every metric last year, and Warren has had a fantastic training camp and he looked actually he had more he had more snaps with the ones last week and more touches with the ones in that uh, preseason game week one over Najee Harris uh Bigsby put him on your bench I, I talked about him with ETN he's kind of like an AJ Dillon vibe uh McKinnon 
just another tool in the tool belt in a PPR league. Dalvin Cook could be your starting running back for the first three games if you want to draft Kamara and Dalvin Cook. Uh, and then Rashad Penny, he's just a, a guy in your back pocket that could lead the Eagles you know, in rushing attempts. I think he's the goal line back. I don't think he's going to catch passes, but Rashad Penny, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be in play. Tier 10 gets a little bit bigger. Uh, I'll read them off real quick. Raheem, Jeff Wilson, A-Chain, Gainwell, Roshan, Tyler Algier. These are all your, like, your handcuffy type guys. I do have all three Dolphins backs in here. I want them on my bench. I could probably start Raheem Mostert week one against the Chargers and see how it shakes out, but I, I want to see how they operate this backfield before I end up, you know, starting it. So we'll see. Uh, I think Mostert would be my choice. Jeff Wilson is going to get some run too. A-Chain's a guy you just want to stash on your bench. I'm cool with putting a Dolphin on my bench. It doesn't really matter which one. A-Chain's the rookie. He's got some nice receiving chops. Uh, but if Mostert and Wilson are healthy, it's going to be tough for A-Chain to, to, to break into the role there. Uh, Gainwell, he's actually my favorite Eagle to draft just because he's the cheapest. And you can you, can, you just know he's going to get opportunities to run the ball and catch the ball. <clears throat> Swift, I expect to, to catch the ball a lot. Don't know about his carries. Penny, I expect to carry the ball a lot. Don't think he's going to receive the ball a lot. So Gainwell's kind of the best of both worlds there. Uh, Rashawn Johnson, I expect him to continue to get more work as the season goes on and on. I think he could steal work from Khalil Herbert as the season goes on, and he might be their third down back. Um, and, and who knows, maybe he's the guy you need for your championship run. Tyler Algier, just another guy I want on my bench because Atlanta runs the hell out of the ball. Anything happens to Bijan, you got Algier who ran for 1,000 yards last year. Uh, I'm going to rifle these names off. Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, Singletary, Spears, Chuba, Zamir White, Ezekiel Elliott, Gus Edwards. This is tier 11. The guys that excite me the most, probably Zamir White, just in case, you know, Josh Jacobs doesn't report for week one. You got a starter there. And if anything happens to Josh Jacobs, he's like the clear handcuff. Chuba is the clear handcuff for Miles Sanders. I think Tajay Spears is the handcuff for Derrick Henry. Singletary is the handcuff for Damian Pierce. Elijah Mitchell, the handcuff for CMC. I'm not excited about Damian Harris right now. I think Latavius Murray's taking some of the shine away from him. Uh, and then Gus Edwards down here, the backup for J.K. Dobbins. Tier 12, these are just more unproven guys here that I don't know what to do with. Jerome Ford's the RB2 for the, the Browns. Kendrick Miller's the RB3, but he's got a neat thing going on right now. I don't know if we trust him. Foreman's kind of the third back right now in Chicago. Don't know what we're going to see from him without an injury to one of the top guys. I mentioned Ty Chandler being a third down back in Minnesota. Latavius Murray, man, he's he, he might be the short yardage Buffalo back. Kareem Hunt, we'll see where he signs. Fournette, same thing. Uh, basically, these guys are just going to go undrafted in a lot of your league. So uh, I think I covered most of what I wanted to see. I do want to know who the Dallas RB2 is. I want to know who the Indianapolis RB2 is. Uh, and same with Cincinnati. I think it's going to – I don't know who it's going to be. We'll see. Uh, it, it's kind of a mess, but these guys are just all, you know, bench, super deep bench stashes here. So hopefully you have, I mean, I kind of want to be done with running back after Algier. You, you need at least four or five guys in the top 48 in my ranking. So, but that's it. That's the running back rankings, guys. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Go check out the quarterback video. I will be uploading the running or the wide receivers and the tight ends as well. So stay tuned for that. Happy drafting. Thanks for watching, guys. Peace. Mm -hmm.